Hey, my name is Anna Brubaker, and I am the creator and host of Humans of Montclair, a Montclair, New Jersey-based podcast documenting the lives of citizens, businesses, and projects throughout our town. In my opinion, there's nothing better than a cup of coffee to start off your day. For those who drink it, it's what marks the start of a positive, productive day and instantly puts you in a great mood. Something about Montclair's food and beverage scene that's always stood out to me is its strong coffee culture. There are many amazing coffee shops around town, but each experience is unique in its own amazing way. One of my favorites in town is Local, a coffee shop that resides in the heart of Montclair on Watchung Avenue and feels like home every time I walk in. On today's episode of Humans of Montclair, I interviewed Robert Genovese of Local Coffee Montclair. Together, we had a conversation about the story behind Local, working in the hospitality business, Local's response to the COVID-19 pandemic, Local's art residency, as well as their contributions to the Montclair community. Thank you so much for being on um, Humans of Montclair today. Can I just ask what your name is, what brings you on the podcast today, and then what's your favorite thing about Montclair? Sure. Um, so first off, thank you so much for uh, for thinking about uh, the shop and thinking about uh, me uh, for um, for your interview. Um, my name is Robert Genovese. Um, I've been here in Montclair probably about 15 years now. Um, and I'd say, you know, uh, having grown up in New York City, uh, one of the things that I do love about Montclair is that um, I feel like it mirrors a lot of the uh, kind of DNA of the city. Um, it's extremely diverse, which um, was important for me and my family. It's, it's how I grew up and I can't imagine um, it being any other way. Um, you know, we have arts, we have music. Um, uh, you know, it, it, it just, um, in terms of uh, picking a place to live, I think, it's, uh, I think it's a special place for all those reasons. Yeah, definitely. And I know a bunch of people come from New York or Brooklyn to Montclair. So it's yeah. a very um, like, like-minded approach. Um, you grew up in Greenwich Village where your family had a popular dive bar. And sure. yeah, because of that hospitality, something that surrounded you during your childhood. Um, now that you have um, local, what makes the hospitality industry so special to you? Sure. So, um, you know, I really did grow up in a restaurant. Um, the restaurant that we had was around before I was born. So for as long as I can remember, um, you know, even learning how to walk was in the bar. Um, and I think being in that environment from such an early age, um, you get to really appreciate, um, you know, the hospitality space. Um, you know, people can, you know, make food at home. They don't need to come out. You know, they can make beverages and coffee at home. Um, they come out for a special type of experience. And it kind of struck me in a really early age um, how um, that relationship is just so important for a community. So, um, you know, at an early age, I kind of fell in love with it. It is a really tough industry. Um, you know, it's very physical. Um, there's a lot going on um, all at once. Um, but I'll, I'll say also, you know, I, I did graduate with a hospitality degree because I ultimately did go into, um, you know, working in larger scale operations like hotels and restaurants. Um, but, you know, for, for the people out there that are doing it with a lot of heart and doing it, um, you know, quote unquote, in the right way, um, I, I can't imagine our, you know, our town or our community without places that, you know, feel so passionately about, um, you know, taking that experience almost that exists in your home and, and, and bringing it out to, um, to the public. 
Yeah, I totally agree. Um, so your wife, Adele, who also co-owns um, Local, was born in Palermo, Sicily, and immigrated with into the United States when she was seven. And right. um, my mom's Sicilian, so I know a lot of key components of um, Sicilian culture have to do a lot with like food, um, beverages, and family. And yeah. how has um, how is her influence and upbringing tied into Local and the communal aspect there? Sure. Um... You know, if if you if you've been to Italy and or or you understand uh, Italian culture, Sicilian culture, um, it's uh, it's really remarkable in that you know coffee houses or you know restaurants are you know arguably where you start your day and where you end your day. Um, and you know we were uh, in Sicily just you know I, I was going to say last year, but because of the pandemic, it was a couple years ago. But you're instantly reminded of. Um, you know, waking up in the morning and, you know, you know, going to, uh, you know, uh, an espresso bar or a coffee shop and, you know, just kind of perching up at the bar and, you know, seeing people that, um, you know, you know, uh, seeing people that you work with, um, you know, and, and, and really it's kind of like the original internet, right? It's kind of like where you went for news and information, um, but also on a very human level to connect with other people. So, um, you know, it exists certainly, um, I, we know firsthand in Italian culture, but it also exists, you know, in other places, you know, we know, and, uh, kind of all the romance, uh, kind of, uh, you know, languages in France and Spanish. Um, you know, I have friends now that live in Jordan and, you know, they tell very similar stories. So it's, um, it's interesting. And it's also remarkable that, you know, it is, um, it's something that's kind of evergreen and that it exists in many different languages and cultures. Um, but, you know, for us, I think being Italian, it's, I think it's so, such a part of um, what we do. Um, you know, even at local people, you know, always laugh, um, you know, we close the shop early on Sundays, um, but we close it early on Sundays because, you know, that um, that meal that you have, that Sunday dinner is really the cornerstone of, uh, of what you, of what you, uh, what you grew up with and, and what you continue um, and, you know, the family that you're, you're building yourself. I personally, I love Sunday dinner and that's like yeah. a big part of my like upbringing culture too. And yeah. it's super cool to see other um, like restaurants and places in town like De Peppo, for example, has the same yeah. as they're Italian too. Um, that's right. They close on Sundays. Yeah. They're like Sundays are for family. Yeah. yeah. Um, so with all that like collective experience that you have in the hospitality industry and um, Adele's influence with the culture, what made you um, both decide to open a coffee shop in Montclair and what's the story behind Local? Sure, so, um, you know, almost if it's a, if it's a Venn diagram, it's, it's almost that, it's kind of like that need and want, right? Um, you know, we uh, saw a need for, um, you know, it, there's a lot of different, uh, it's semantics to a certain degree, but like a lot of different names are given to different coffee experiences. You know, we see ourselves really as fifth wave and fifth wave is more of a boutique type of shop. Um, it's something that really elevates um, the hospitality aspect of it. Um, um, so, you know, we definitely saw a need for something like that. Um, we didn't think it existed. Um, you know, as a matter of fact, we still don't think um, it, it really exists outside of what we're doing. Um, and then there's the want, you know, I think, you know, really, we wanted to do something that um, was really special, um, that was an extension of us. Um, um, we wanted something that, you know, was kind of a home away from home uh, for people, um, you know, and, 
part of calling it local was the idea that as much as it's our shop, it's your shop, right? It's your local community um, shop. So, um, you know, in five years, I think we've been able to, you know, take what we had, you know, um, grew, almost drew up in an architectural form, right? Because, you know, it, that's just paper and pen, but, you know, um, over this time, I think we've been able to lay it out. Um, and, I, and, I, and I do think people have been able to, you know, appreciate the ethos of what we've done, not just, you know, um, you know, it was never meant to be commerce. And sometimes that's scary, right? Because you're, you're building something that isn't just made for dollars and cents, um, but you're, you know, becoming a very integrated part of the community. Um, and I think, um, you know, to go back to your question, um, you know, it's something that, again, we saw a need for, um, and it's something that we really wanted to do and, and, and kind of the two connected. It's a really good answer. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, I've learned from, you know, going to coffee shops like yours that creating a great cup of coffee is definitely a science. There have been times where I try to make it at home and doesn't come out how I want. Um, so for you, what creates like the perfect cup of coffee? Yeah. So um, it's funny. It's definitely art, but it's science, right? So um, I think the science of it is, you know, everything that you don't see, right? It's not the pretty pictures on um you know on, on insta of you know of of rosettas and you know hearts and latte art you know the science of it is really um ensuring that you've built a shop that is uh sound right um, mechanically everything is working properly um this is the unsexy stuff um but you know preventative maintenance um you know at the end of every day we take everything apart um you know, to ensure that it's both working properly and it's clean for the next day. Um, we have great partners at Irving Farm who, you know, treat our business as if it was their business. So, um, you know, they're in regularly, um, um, which is a blessing um, to really ensure that everything is working the way that it's supposed to work. Um, science is also the education of it, right? So um, everyone that is at the shop, including us, um, you know, undergoes regular um, education um, just to make sure that, you know, everything that you're doing is on point. Mm -hmm. um, it's very easy to develop uh, bad habits in anything that you do. So, you know, we always kind of go through that process just to kind of check ourselves and make sure that we're on point. Um, and then the art of it is really, you know, what you hopefully experience when you come into the shop, which is, um, you know, the environment, the space, um, kind of the welcoming, um, um, you know, um, environment, um, you know, it's all of that put together again, you know, you could, like you said, you know, you, you know, you try to make coffee at home and it's, and it's wonderful if you do, because it's a ritual, right. It's, mm -hmm. um, we don't take for granted once that, you know, something grown, you know, half a, a world away somehow ends up in your cup every morning. Um, you know, coffee has undergone such a, uh, evolution, um, you know, some of it good, some of it bad, um, we just never treated it like, you know, give me a 64 ounce cup of coffee and I got a pound for my day. For us, it was the opposite, right? It's almost like, um, you know, kind of slow food where mm -hmm. you, you know, you understand and you can appreciate um, all the, you know, different people and all the different um, mechanisms that allow that coffee to, you know, end up at your roaster and then for your roaster 
to you know roast it perfectly and then for it to be shipped to our shop and then only then for us to um you know take the time to brew it um and expertly um you know put your drink together so um i would say for you keep it going at home right mm-hmm. um it is really a wonderful ritual and it's something that um you know we we um we treat as such um and if you ever need any tips you could always um you could always stop by the shop and we'll show you oh that's great to hear <laughs> thank you of course um, with all that being said um can i ask you what's your go-to coffee order yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty simple. Um, I love um, I love an espresso, um, and you know when it's brewed properly, um, you know there's that um, it's not sour, it's not bitter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 finding really kind of that sweet point in the middle, and uh, when it's done properly, I feel like that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, um, I also. Um, you know, we do single origin pour overs at the shop also. And I think between an espresso, maybe in the morning and then like a pour over in the afternoon, I think, um, I think probably those are my two favorite. Solid choices. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, earlier you said that, um, local has been in business for about five years now. I remember when the shop opened and it's crazy. That's been five years already. Yeah, with all of that, like I guess being said, what's the most rewarding part of um, having a Montclair business, especially a coffee shop? Because so many people are coming in and coming out every day. Yeah. Um, you know, if you, um, I know you get up a little bit um, later in the morning, um, but every morning um, we open at 7 a.m. and at 6.55, you know, our regular crew um, starts assembling outside and, you know, we, we get there probably an hour, an hour and a half before to, you know, to set up to make sure everything's on point. Um, but I think those moments where I look out the window and I see, you know, people that have gotten up in the morning and, you know, purposely made their way down to the shop to start off their day. Um, there's nothing like it. You know, it's, um, you know, I appreciate, you know, everything that the community has done to support us and, you know, we've gone, as all of us have in the past couple of years, a really difficult time mm-hmm. um, through COVID and, and, and now through, um, you know, through these uh, awful wars. Um, but uh, this idea that, you know, we can um, come together. Um, and again, local was built with the community in mind. Um, but the idea that we can all do this together, um, it just kind of blows me away. Yeah, it's great. Um, so since Local's opening or um, in the earlier stages of it, Local has developed an art residency where, um, where residents in the greater Montclair community can put up their artwork within um, Local as well as get featured on the blog on the website. Um, right. Does Local's connection towards art of like any medium come from living in the village and how has art played a role throughout Local? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great question. Um, I grew up in Greenwich Village, specifically in Soho um, in the 70s and 80s. Um, And, you know, at the time, um, I kind of realized it, but I didn't necessarily realize it, what a starving artist was, or, you know, those artists that were really working because they felt so passionate about their work um, that, you know, they would live, um, you know, day to day and, um, it, 
it really says a lot about, you know, you know, if you have dreams and you feel really passionate about um, something, um, you know, the means that you'll go through to, um, to, to realize them, you know, and, and, you know, I think sometimes, especially in towns like Montclair and, 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 and here, you know, Glen Ridge is right next door, you know, we're, we're a little bit in a bubble, you know, um, and um, it's very easy to lose sight of, um, you know, some of the people that are out there working very hard and very diligently um, with not a lot. Um, and I think being in the village during those years, um, so many of my friends had parents that were artists and um, they were living day to day. And it, um, I guess as I got a little bit older and a little bit more mature and started understanding um, how unique that was, right? Um, I, um, I always, in my mind um, and in my heart, you know, want to be able to um, support people that feel that passionately about anything that they're doing. So um, when we opened up the shop, again, it was never meant to be just a commerce play. And we wanted to be intimately linked through, you know, through our school system, through, um, you know, our, our kitchens here, um, you know, in any way possible to be able to support um, uh, Montclair and, and the neighboring community. So um, with the art residency, what it does very simply is, um, you know, it gives a voice to people that want to show their work. Um, it, it gives a voice to people that, you know, may not have um, had the nerve to maybe come out and, um, you know, post their photography or post their paintings, um, but also for, for people that are a little bit more accomplished and, you know, perhaps haven't shown their work to their local neighbors. So um, I'm, you know, you know, you mentioned before, like one of some of the things that we're, you know, really proud of and makes us happy. There's, there's too many to mention, but um, I think having that wall and having people now seek it out, um, you know, to um, be able to, um, you know, take a bit of themselves and, 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 and share it with the community has been, um, has been really remarkable. Um, just a short little anecdote. Um, the woman that had posted last month, um, I saw her work on Instagram probably about a year and a half ago. And it was amazing. And I reached out to her on Instagram because I saw that she lived here in Montclair. And she said, you know, I never um, had showed my work before. I don't feel like it's polished enough or it's professional enough. And it took a year or so of coaxing and emails and communication. Um, and she posted her work last month. You, you've been in the shop to see it. And yes. not to say that sales is a barometer of whether or not something is good or bad or successful, but she wound up selling, um, you know, uh, a bunch of her work and um, it makes us feel wonderful in that, you know, now she, she had it all along, but um, it makes us feel really good that maybe, and perhaps we've had a hand uh, a, a bit in, um, you know, getting her to, to get back to that medium and, um, and creating and, and sharing more of her, uh, more of her art. No, it's great. And it ties right into the idea of local, which is to have a community that's not only there to, um, for commerce, deliver you coffee and stuff like that, but right. it's, um, you're supporting the entire community individuals and that makes everyone feel great, especially after the past two years of COVID and all that stuff we yeah. need like nothing more than support right now Absolutely. Um, yeah and yeah to go back on covid during the beginning of the covid pandemic i remember that local was like one of the very few businesses to stay open in montclair um with like really extreme safety precautions but 
personally for me, it meant a lot because we were all in lockdown. We had nothing to really do yeah. besides go outside. And when you go outside, you, you go on walks, you do your thing, but you're usually like running errands and I didn't have anything to do besides get a coffee. Um, and while it's like a small thing, I feel like so many people in our community really appreciated it because it gave us a sense of normalcy in a way. We were how we had an agenda still, despite all these obstacles we all had to, I guess, collectively overcome. But um, by staying open during a very like uncertain time, um, yeah. did you learn anything new about the Montclair community as a result, and how did local adapt to the pandemic? Yeah, it's. Um... You know we're still going through it right um you know i was reading just now you know philadelphia is moving back to a mask mandate so um you know it's certainly not the end of this um to your point um that decision to stay open didn't come easy um you know we met collectively um as partners um we met with you know um our team members um you know none of that happens uh without um concerted effort. So, you know, we sat down and we had a conversation and it was a long conversation about, you know, what do we do? Why do we do it? Um, you know, what are the risks to ourselves, to our families? Um, and, um, you know, you know, looking back on it, it was, um, it was hard, but collectively and unanimously, you know, we all said, we think it's important for all the reasons you just mentioned, um, you know, it was very clear that people were, um, you know, going to be kind of stuck in a rut, you know, doing the same things every day. And, 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 um, you know, we know what that type of repetition and, and that type of, you know, living your life that way, um, you know, the effects that it could have on you emotionally, um, you know, physically. Um, so we did make the decisions to stay open. And to your point, I mean, that first year, we didn't know a lot about the virus, right? We didn't know a lot about how it was transmitted. Um, but um, we, um, you know, we suited up. Um, we obviously, we wore masks, um, we wore gloves. Um, you know, we doubled and tripled down on, you know, cleaning the shop um, and none of us got sick. I mean, it, you know, I think COVID is very polarizing, right? As to, um, you know, what works, what doesn't work? Um, is this science real? We believe in science and we believed that we follow a certain protocol that um, allowed us to stay open and we, you know, did things to protect ourselves and to protect each other. So um, I'm happy that we did. Um, the letters that we received, um, emails, um, cards um, from the community with um, the gratitude that we did stay open um, was, um, again, it was just um, overwhelming. It was just, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say satisfying. It just, it made us feel like we were able to do a little bit to help people in a very difficult time. Um, and, you know, again, I, I don't, you know, who's to say what the summer's gonna bring, what the fall's gonna bring. Um, and whether, you know, um, our cadence will be exactly the same, right? It's, it's pliable, right? It's, um, it's going to keep changing. But um, what I do know is that we'll follow a similar protocol in that, you know, we'll come together as a team and we'll talk it out and just make sure that, um, you know, we're doing what we're doing, we're doing for the right reasons.
Well, Local obviously does so much for the Montclair community. I mean, through their COVID response to the art residencies where um, all the commission or all the all that goes to the artist and the artist has the option of um, developing a donation model to um, donate part of the funds to Tony's Kitchen. And you've worked in the past with a lot of local organizations as well, which is all super important and super community-based, but what can Montclair residents do to give back to local and other small businesses in town? Yeah, it's, um, you know, I think it's, um, you know, it's this mutual support system. Um, you know, we're, we're happy as a, as a business, but also as a community hub to keep doing what we're doing. Um, I think, you know, if anything, um, you know, there was that, and I don't know if this is measurable, but there was this like kind of moment um, in the beginning where you saw people being a lot more patient with each other. Um, you saw people being a lot, just generally nicer to each other, um, which generally happens in, you know, times of, um, you know, stress and duress and times like this. I would just say, you know, for us and for any of the small business, um, just, you know, have a little bit more patience, have an open heart, um, especially when we're driving. Um, you know, I think it all contributes to just um, a better community, um, just a better vibe. Um, you know, uh, nobody really likes to, um, you know, be frustrated in their day or, um, but it, it's going to happen. But I think, you know, just taking a, a couple of deep breaths, um, maybe download a, a, a really meaningful meditation app. Um, we just got to have a little bit more, um, a little bit more patience and understanding. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Um, a little goes a long way. It's just oh, yeah. being kind. It's always the way to go. Um, oh, yeah. And earlier you talked about your experience in hospitality and how it is a very hard and demanding business, but it's something that motivates you and you're, it's worth doing it. So um, what's your advice to anyone in town who's interested in pursuing a um, career in hospitality? Um, I would say, and, um, and this is just opinion, um, it's not necessarily right or wrong, but I think I had a pretty unique experience in that for myself when I did start in hospitality, um, I really started um, doing everything um, in a restaurant. So um, waiting tables, uh, cleaning, working in the kitchen, you know, that empathy is something that, you know, you, it's very hard to, um, you know, gain that without kind of firsthand experience. Um, so I would say, um, you know, obviously, you know, look before you leap, but um, it, it's not unheard of. And certainly, you know, I think restaurants and businesses all need a hand right now, but if you're really serious about the hospitality industry, you know, take some shifts, um, you know, uh, wait on some tables, um, close a restaurant, which, um, you know, that cleanup and, you know, getting that restaurant ready for the next day is really an amazing process. Um, and, you know, I think as our world and our community moves more and more towards, um, you know, you know, more online work, right. And, and that's just the way that it is. Um, I think, you know, lending um, that type of work really lends itself to just doing it. Um, uh, you know, you got to get in there and you got to, you know, kind of feel it and you got to see what everyone in the restaurant ultimately is going through um, to get a better sense of, of how it rolls. 
um, and it'll make you, I think, a better, um, you know, a better uh, worker. I think it'll make you a better manager. Um, and then ultimately, if you're ever thinking about opening up yourself, um, I think it'll make you a, a better uh, kind of entrepreneur, you know, um, when you understand all those different facets. Yeah, definitely. And from my experience, I think working in restaurants has been one of the most rewarding experiences too, just because yeah. um, if it's for you, you meet great people and there's something so satisfying about, I mean, closing a restaurant or opening a restaurant and waiting on um, your first table of the day to the last table you have. And yeah. um, it's hard work, as you said before, to, just to kind of echo your point, but um, everything about it is so worth it. And you can't really develop that kind of empathy until um, you work in the areas that um, like develop what consumers want in a way, which is really cool. Um, yeah, and it's real time too. So yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, I've worked, I've also worked in marketing for a long time where, I mean, you certainly have to, you know, think on your feet and, and, and it's happening in real time, but, you know, in a restaurant or a coffee shop, um, things are happening live. So you gain such an amazing skill set by, um, you know, by putting yourself in that environment and, you know, just to throw some, um, some love back to you. Um, I think, you know, even the conversations that we've had just now or, you know, at the shop, you know, I, I kind of, I, I pick that up in you and um, the way that you approach, um, you know, yourself and the people around you. Um, and it's just going to bode really well for you moving forward. Um, yeah. So, you know, keep up the great work. Um, uh, you know, it's funny, right? It's five years that we know each other, but um, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's been a really, um, and I know I'm going to see you again, but it's, been, uh, it's yeah. been an amazing experience with you. Thank you so much. I appreciate of it. Like, yeah. Um, with that, um, I don't have any more questions. So thank you so much for being on um, yeah. today's episode. Thank you so much to Rob and Local Coffee for taking time out of their day to be on this week's episode of Humans of Montclair. Local is such a great spot to quickly grab an amazing cup of coffee with friends or to sit down and get some work done. You can find them on Instagram at Local Coffee Montclair. I also want to say thank you so much to Montclair Radio. Montclair Radio is a Montclair High School student-run radio and broadcasting club that hosts many podcasts ranging from sports and business to shows like Humans of Montclair. Montclair Radio also writes music reviews about your favorite artists and creates a safe, artistic space for students at the high school. I'm very lucky to have the privilege to broadcast my podcast onto their website, and if you want to start a podcast or you're simply a music lover in town, be sure to check out Montclair Radio on Instagram at Montclair Radio. And again, thank you so much for listening to Humans of Montclair and have an incredible day.